Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you once again. God bless you once again. You are welcome to Incense Radio. I appreciate the Lord for bringing you at this moment to join me in this fellowship, in this um, interaction, and in this divine exposition. Thank you for coming along with me. My name is Pastor William Salami. Thank you for joining me at Incense Radio. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Can we have a word of prayer? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for another opportunity to come into your presence, O Lord, to listen to your word and to share the perfect word, uh, law of liberty. We thank you because, O God, you're going to grant unto us deeper revelation, understanding that we will be able to put our heart aright, that we'll be able to make the right decision, that we'll be able to do that which is right in your sight, that Lord will be able to follow you lie upon lie, here a little and there a little. Help us, O Lord, that after this message, we'll do the right thing. We'll follow the right path. May your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Beloved listener, God bless you. I appreciate God for the time you are going to listen to me. Maybe you are at home or you are driving or you wherever, whatsoever you are doing. I just want you to pay attention, a little attention to what I'm about to share with you very, very briefly. I'm not going to take your time. And it is um, very important we discuss this because I've seen a lot of people making a lot of mistakes in life with respect to what our subject of discussion and I have seen a lot of young people also making a lot of mistake when it comes to this subject of we are going to discuss. And what is it? We are going to discuss on greatness. Understanding the pathway to greatness. Understanding the pathway to greatness. I want us to look at um, this very uh, discussion. And uh, I believe that God is going to bless you. I believe God is going to uh, speak to you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you look at verse 2 of the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, he saying, And I will make thee a great nation. Here was Abraham, or God speaking to Abraham, who later became Abraham. Let's take it from verse 1. He said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. He said, And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now here was a promise. By God the Father, here was a promise by the Almighty God, the Creator of heaven and earth, unto Abraham his friend. And God said, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I, I believe you know the capacity of the person talking here. I believe you understand the integrity of the person because when a promise is given, certain things are put into perspective. 
certain things are, or factors are put into consideration. F certain attributes are looked at as things that you need to look into when somebody makes a promise. Number one, the capacity of the person who makes the promise. Number two, the integrity of the person that makes the promise. Number three, the ability of the person that made the three. These three things are very important. And I believe you know when God makes a promise to someone, it is it is it, sure that God is capable, is sure that God is able, and is sure that God in his infinite integrity, in his in his in his own name, he can never deny, he can never, you know, disappoint. And that was how uh, Abraham found himself. Now, you, you see, a lot of people can make promise. Men can make promise and feel. Why? Because men are, uh, a man can make promise and because a man is finite. A man has limitations. A man can fail you. He can make a promise today. I've heard of a situation whereby a man made a promise and before the next day, the man, the, the, the person that made the promise died. The person that made the promise died. Only for the person to come back the next day to come and meet the person that made the promise and he met people gather in the house. They were crying. What happened? The person who made the promise yesterday has died. But here we are talking about God, the maker of heaven and earth, who can never fail. He said to Abraham, I said, I will make you great. Not just make you great, I will make you a great nation. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. When God says he will bless you, he has, he cannot change. He said, and I will also make your name great. And I will not just do this for you. I will make you also, you will be a blessing to people. <laughs> you will be a blessing to your generation. You will be a blessing to nations. And if you are a blessing, in fact, you are not, you are not blessed if you are not yet a blessing. No matter how rich you are, no matter how, no matter how blessed you are financially or material, no matter how wealthy you are, if you are not touching life, you are not yet blessed. But God said to Abraham, I will make you a blessing. So it is not just a one-way promise, it's a multifaceted blessing. It's a multi it's a, it's a multi-dimensional blessing or promise that God said He's going to bless, you're going to pour into the life of Abraham. And I believe you know that we ourselves, we are heirs of Abraham. And God said, I will, he said he will make him a, 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 a great nation. And if you read further, God promised to bless even the seed of Abraham. And I believe you know we are the heir of Abraham. I'm speaking this moment to people who has an understanding of God. They have a relationship with God. I'm talking to people that have experienced salvation. Follow me on. Let's just carry on and let's listen. Just listen to what the Lord has to say to you this evening or this afternoon or this morning, depending on any part of the planet you are. And you see, we are the seed. And because we are the seed of Abraham, the same promises also by extension is God is making that promise to us. We are not left out. We are part, as God was making it to Abraham, I believe you know, having come to an understanding, having been born again, having accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the same promise extends to you. You are also a partaker. Somebody say, are you an Israelite? You must not be an Israelite. 
by birth, but by salvation, by faith, we are all Israelites. Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 says, And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham seed and heir according to the promise. He said, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham seed and heir according to the promise. Oh, Karamana Masukutulia. Yeleke Horomo Shantarabalaba Shakutulia. Rabba Baba 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 Ayada Gayahada Santa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, beloved, I have to enter into the spirit a little before I I continue on with the with. So this greatness was promised. And the Bible says we are co-heir. We are partakers of this same promise. So when I see children of God misunderstanding the process. Now, God made a promise to Abraham. And I believe if you are a Bible student, you will follow me on and know that it was just not instant. The manifestation was not instant. So this evening, this moment, we are going to be looking at understanding the pathway to greatness. Before we even talk about the whole thing, but the pathway, understanding the pathway. When God said, I'm going to do this in your life, there is a pathway, there is a process. How many of us have the understanding of this process? I'm going to take you through very briefly. Because it is, it, if you don't have the understanding of the pathway that it has to go through a process, you may not have the ability to wait for it. These are men who through faith, they, they waited for the promise. They don't just jump. They don't just, they don't just uh, uh, receive the promise and immediately they begin to walk in it. They waited for it. So we're going to look at this process, this pathway. It's so sad that in today's world, you see young ministers say, God has called me. <laughs> And because God called them now, they receive the call. They expect everything to happen immediately. And if it don't happen immediately, they are discouraged. Or they look for other source. That it, it is because they have no understanding. Please follow me. I don't know what God has promised you. I don't know what you have been praying about. And the same is not forthcoming. You need to learn patience. You need to understand that there is a pathway. There is a process. To the fulfillment. Now, listen to me. Listen to me very well. There are three major seasons on the path to greatness. Whoever you are. Right from the scripture in the time of Abraham to the time of our Lord Jesus Christ, there is a pathway. There, is, there are three major seasons. And the first one, is the season of preparation. Look, child of God, if you don't understand the process and the, the paths, you will make mistakes. 
you will make a mistake. You will just give up. Or you might not wait for it. You might misbehave. You might not receive it. What has the Lord promised you? And it seems it's not forthcoming. Wait for it. There is number one, there is a season of preparation. Number two, there is a season of testing. And number three, there is a season of manifestation. That is the manifestation of that very thing that the Lord has promised you. So these are the three major seasons. And I'm going to look into it and take you through it from the scriptural perspective so that you will know that there is a need for you to depend. There is a need for you to wait. <laughs> Let me tell you, the Lord has given us this understanding many years back. I'm standing telling you this. I know I'm qualified to do that because I have waited and I have been in this process. Not today. I'm not just jumping and carrying the microphone to start preaching. The Lord prepared me for so many years. I, I have been having the call for since I gave my life to Christ in 1993. 1993. And the Lord took me through the process he took me through the, 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 the tutelage. He took me through people, mentors, for no less than 20 years. Before I was able to come out fully, and uh, uh, the Lordship, um, my, my, my bishop, was able to give me a, a, a go-ahead before I can even go and say, look, uh, sir, this is what the Lord has said. It took me some time to pray and to be sure. I have served in different capacity as assistant pastors, assistant pastor, in fact, as a missionary for more than 20 years. The first time I was sent as a missionary was in 1995 to a, a town called Kaba in Kogi State. In fact, if you go to Kaba, Kogi State, go and ask, you go to Christ for the Nation Bible Church. I was the first missionary that was sent to that town to, to, to launch that church, to start that church, Christ for the Nation Bible Church. I was the first person in 1995 after my, my high school, you know, education. But to the glory of God, today, go to Kaba today, the church is a big church. So it is no we are we this just start preaching today. And after that, I have to serve. As youth leaders in other, you know, ministry and capacity, youth leaders, assistant youth leader, uh, prayer coordinators when I was in campus. And after then, I, I, I became an assistant resident pastor under the ministry that I was, you know, was, was working with at the time until I became a resident pastor. And after being a resident pastor for about four years thereabouts, before the Lord gave me a full go ahead, and I hear very clearly the time is all go and fulfill purpose. 1995, eh, sorry, 2015. But I want to look at the space of time from 1993 to 2015. There is a period of preparation, so don't just jump out today. God has called you fine. Who is your man? Who is your mentor? Who trained you? Who trained you? You must be trained. You cannot jump out without anybody. Who is your father? Who brought you up? Who, who, who was able to lay? Where do you receive the training? Children of God, there is a period of preparation. There is a time that God has to prepare you. 
<laughs> and in this period of preparation, there are about, uh, about three phases. Or let me say about four phases under this period of preparation, under this season of preparation. Number one is the discovery of God. I call it the first phase is the phase of the discovery of God. Have you been able to understand God personally? Do you know God yourself? There must be a relationship between you and him. The discovery of God. How much of God have you known? Did God know you? <laughs> there must be a discovery of God. You cannot tell me that God has sent you when you don't even know the God has sent you. You must have a personal relationship with him. If you want to be great in life, it starts with understanding who God is, having an understanding of God. Do you have a relationship with him? You want to be great. You want to, un you want to be successful in what you want to become, in what you are doing. Do you know the God of success? Do you know that you must have an understanding of God? He is the creator of heaven and the earth. He is the one that knows the path. He is the one that understands. Hallelujah. So there must be a discovery of God. The Moses that you see in the Bible today does not just, he didn't just jump at it. He has a beginning. The Bible even told us that it was a time he was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. The priest of Midian. <laughs> he was keeping the flock. That was his own period also of preparation. And I believe you know how he did also discover God. He, know God, he knew God to an extent, but he has not known God enough. God revealed himself to him. He saw a bush burning, but never consumed. And an angel of God spoke to him out of the flame. <laughs> he turned aside, he looked. God called him out of the bush, the burning bush. And he said, here I am. He said, here am I. As he drew near, he just said, the place you are is the holy ground. <laughs> he discovered God personally. He thought he has, knew, he has known God, but he never knew that he has not known God. And he later rediscovered God. You must have an experience, an experiential knowledge of God. Personally, not the one your mother and your father told you. Not the one your pastor told you. I mean, do you know God? Do you know God? Can you, can you say, I know him? How much of him do you know? In all season? There must be the face of the discovery of God. Moses discovered God. <laughs> Abraham discovered God. These are people God spoke to them. And that through angel or through his voice directly. They had an encounter. Child of God, may you have an encounter today. If you don't have an encounter to, with God, go and rediscover. Go and find out. Go 
You can only know God through our Lord Jesus Christ by being born again, by giving your life to Christ. If you are listening to me, you have been committed in church activities, you have been committed in one thing or the other or in religion, but you don't know God. I'm, I'm presenting to you afresh the God of salvation, the maker of heaven and earth. Came, he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And if you can accept him today, he will show you the pathway. This message, I'm not going to finish this message today, but listen to me. The second phase is the discovery of yourself. You must discover yourself. If you have not discovered yourself, that's what we call self-discovery. If you have not discovered yourself, there will be identity crisis. It's a conflict within. You don't even know yourself. You don't even know who you are. <laughs> you don't know who you are. You must discover, and you cannot discover yourself until you discover God who made you. Because he's the same God that will make you to know who you are. When you discover yourself, you will know what is good for you. Hallelujah. Excuse me. There must be a discovery of yourself. When you discover yourself, you begin to know what to do and what not to do. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, say, ye are kings. You are kings. He has called us to be kings and priests. Do you know that? Do you know that you have been called to be kings and priests? The day you discover yourself, you will be more careful. You will be more careful by yourself. Revelation chapter 5 has said, and has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. You have been called to be kings and priests. You are a, the Bible says in the book of First Peter, it says you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen generation. You have been chosen. There must be a discovery of yourself. If the moment you know that you have been chosen, the moment you know you have been chosen, that is the moment you begin to be careful by yourself. In this discovery phase, there also has to be, you must discover your potential and capacity. You must discover your potential, your, your giftings. What are the things that God has deposited in you? What are your natural abilities? What are your capacities? What are the things you know you can do? What are the natural gifts? You must discover yourself and begin to know who you are as a person. That is what you need to know when God is preparing you at the discovery phase. Then, there is the development phase. And that is the time God will begin to develop or personally you begin to develop your mind. Renew your mind because your mind is the is a place, is a house where everything that you see in the physical are first taken care of. Your mind, you must develop your mind. The Bible says renew your mind. If the mind of a man is not renewed, the output will be very corrupted. There must be the development of your mind. The Bible says let this mind be in you. You must be able to refine your mind. You need the mind of Christ in order to walk in his power 
and his glory. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. You need the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Without the mind of Christ, you cannot do the things that please Christ, that please God. Without your mind being renewed, he said be renewed. He said, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That is where you can know the perfect will of God, the good will of God. So there must be, you must spend the time to develop your mind by studying the word of God and by meditating on the word of God. You must also develop yourself mentally. There must be an intellectual development. These were times spent by men of old in studying the word. Moses have time to spend with God and to read all the, the laws of God. They have time to meditate. You must develop yourself, develop your intellectual capacity. There is what we call self-education. A lot of us, we, we, we are so fond of social media. We are always on our phone, but we are not developing ourselves mentally, intellectually. We are not adding any value to ourselves. We are having a, 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 a mobile phone, but the mobile phone, you are there in what you are, are the junks you are, you are swallowing. You don't have time to learn, to relearn and to unlearn. <laughs> you must learn, relearn, and unlearn. There are things that you need to drop. But this cannot happen until you begin to study. There are, there are websites, there are places you can go to learn online. Self-discovery, uh, sorry, self-development. Empower yourself with information. We are so blessed as a generation that we have at, the t- at, the, at our fingertip, we are, you know, we, 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 are, we are loaded with, with informations. Get the right information. Develop yourself. Develop your giftings. Develop your skills. Develop your potential. Content for knowledge. Content for transformation. Take some active step that will help you to grow. So this is the development phase. You must, you know, invest in yourself. You must invest in your personality. You must show that you, you want to grow until you begin to build yourself, until you begin to study. The Bible says, show yourself. I prove unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show yourself approved to God. Spend some time. Read books. Develop yourself. Don't just spend time on the social media and you are not having time to develop yourself. Invest in your personality. Yo, you are called to minister, to preach the word. You cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give others what you don't have. You must spend time to develop your mind. Our generation is a generation that is having access to information, but we are empty. That is why you have a lot of people making a lot of noise. They don't have anything to give. They only want to prophesy. Prophecy must come must must emanate from something the spirit of god working on you will bring out the information out of you you must be connected to the god of prophecy before you can even prophesy a lot of people have no deep revelation they don't have deep relationship they don't have secret you know time with god 
So what they give you are just empty words. <laughs> there are things that they have Google. They give you. They don't get it directly from the from the bottom of the heart of God. Don't be deceived, child of God. Don't be deceived. Today, I'm going to stop at this point, at this first season, the season of preparation. It's a season that God will take his time to prepare you. God took his time to prepare David. Through different processes, at the backside of the desert, God prepared him. And not only that, he took him to the house of Saul to prepare him. God will never use a man he has not prepared. Write it down. God will never use a man that he has not prepared. Is it Joseph you want to tell me about? You know how many years? Even Abraham waited for the promise about 25 years. Don't talk of Joseph also. There, are no, there is no body that is used of God that God will not prepare. Who, where, what time did God use in preparing you? Where have you gotten your level of preparation? God will train you. I can call that, that period of preparation as a period of training. You must get your training, child of God. You must be patient to be trained. Get yourself prepared. Don't jump out at that project. You'll be disappointed. Without planning, you will fail. There must be proper planning. Child of God, that is where I'm going to stop today by the grace of God. And I'm going to continue in the next episode on understanding the pathway to greatness. Child of God, wait for it. And it will speak at the proper time. He said, write the vision very clearly. Why do you need to write it? Because God will take you to a period of preparation. And if you are not, you've not written it down, you might even forget it. You might not know it content to content, word to word. That's why God said, write it down. The Lord bless you today. Join me next time on this uh, platform and you will surely be blessed in Jesus' name. Shalom.